Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Nonsensical Gamers. My name is Matt, and you are joining me for Boardcast News for April 14th. Thank you all for joining me solo. If you ever want to reach out to us as a group, you can do so on Facebook by searching for the League of Nonsensical Gamers. You can shoot us an email at podcast at nonsensicalgamers.com. Find us over on YouTube by searching for the League of Nonsensical Gamers and check out our live streams. Go to BGG Guild number 2077 and join the conversation. Or find us on places like Twitter and Instagram. So, as I alluded to in that opening, it is just me flying solo for some broadcast news. April is a crazy month. Our content is all over the place, but I want to make sure that everyone's got something to listen to every week, so I'm at least going to bring you a couple of news stories, a couple of Kickstarter spotlights, and a few things going on with the League site, nonsensicalgamers.com. It's the least I could do for you lovely listeners. So, without further ado, let's jump right into the news and find out what's going on in this crazy hobby of ours. Alright everyone, so let me start out with a little bit of a caveat. We are coming off the tail end of Unpub 6, and I know a couple of people were chatting about, you know, are we going to cover the news? We are definitely going to chat about Unpub 6. Trust me, we will not fail you on that end. Dan was there, he was showing off his game, had a great time, we saw a lot of cool people and a lot of cool things, but since it's just me flying solo, I think we're going to save it, we're going to talk about it next week, so be sure to join us for that episode as well if you want to hear more about Unpub 6 in Baltimore, Maryland. It was a fantastic time. All of you should have been there. Sorry, time has passed. Anyway, news story number one. Let's talk about Steamforged Games and their new uh, partnership, their relationship with Bandai Namco Entertainment. They have officially announced that they are going to be working on the Dark Souls board game, and it will be going up on Kickstarter April 19th. That is a few days from now. Now, Dark Souls is a game much like the game that we talked about last week, Bloodborne, the card game by Eric Lang coming out soon, Dark Souls is in that same family of video games, and this is another IP game that is coming out, except this is going to be a dice and minis board game. Now, do I care so much about the game? I don't know. Dan said that he'd be interested if the Bloodborne game was more of a board game, so maybe Dark Souls will draw him in. They have some great uh, mini renders, minis renders, they're not tiny renders, they're full-size renders of many things. There are some renders up on their site, floating around the internet, and they look great. The question is, what is going on with all these IP games, particularly what is going on with these video game adaptations? There is no shortage of video game board game coming out, and I don't know if that is an attempt to merge the two worlds. I don't know if that's an attempt to make more money, probably, because IP games generally are for that reason, but I also don't know if it's just a, you know, an easy kind of barrel full of ideas where people don't have to come up with original thoughts. I don't know. It is concerning, though. I mean, lots of great things come out all the time, but if we're moving so heavily into grabbing all these other properties and trying to port them over, there is a reason why video games are video games. They're different from board games. They're different experiences, and we talk about that all the time about how the reason we play video games and the reason we play board games are generally different. So, an interesting thing, Dark Souls board game hit and Kickstarter on April 19th. Expect lots of plastic. Alright, moving on. Our next story is about Level 99 Games, the publisher most known for Pixel Tactics, the small tactical card game, multi-use card game. 
they have their new dueling line and their dueling library, which is a five-game set that's going to be coming out soon. They are currently previewing three of those games over on their website and out on the internet. You can check BGG or Level99Games.com. The three games that they're talking about right now, the first one is called Ballistic Rain. This is an economic engine building game and said to be the heaviest of the five game line. The second game is called Card Fusion Chaos. This builds off the new universe that they've created called the Millennium Blades World. It's basically a meta game where people are playing a collectible card game about the games that Level 99 Games creates. It's a little funky, a little meta, a little funny, and they're creating another game in that line. This will be a combo building game where you're trying to essentially take your CCG-themed cards and make the ultimate overpowered deck. The third game in the line is called Secret Sky Castle, and this is probably the one that sounds most interesting to me. It is a competitive puzzle solver, which I don't know that there's too many of those floating around out there. Um, Seems pretty cool. Now, in general, the five-game line will be coming shortly. You can check their site for updates, follow them on Twitter, things like that. If you want to stay tuned to it, we will be talking more about it because I am particularly interested in this library of two-player games. They all look great. They all sound pretty fun. I really like Level 99 games. I think they do great things. And I'm one uh, who cares for their aesthetic value. I really do like some of their, like, anime, hardline, sketch style. You know, it's, it's very cool. I enjoy the theme, I enjoy the worlds that they build, so um, definitely something that I'm going to be keeping an eye on, and if I'm keeping an eye on it, that means that you all will be hearing about it. So if you're interested, you're in luck. If you're not, I'm sorry. Our next story is about Tabletop Day. International Tabletop Day is coming here at the end of April, so stay tuned. Hopefully we'll be doing some nonsensical stuff for that, but we will fill you in as the time draws closer. But for now, we can talk about Geek and Sundry and the fact that they have released their International Tabletop Day promo cards and promo items, I guess I should say. Geek and Sundry started International Tabletop Day. I think it's a great thing for the hobby. Lots of stores participate um, and will be participating this year. And something that has come along with that are promo cards and promo items featuring Geek and Sundry people, generally Felicia Day and Will Wheaton. Um, And they have a whole lineup of potential things that you can grab if you attend an International Tabletop Day event at the end of this month. Uh, Some of the games that we're talking about, I'm not going to go through what everything is, but I'll at least talk about some of the games. They have the Schmoovie game, Heroes Wanted, Awesome Kingdom, Tonto Core, Super Fight, Epic Spell Wars, A Battle Wizards Duel at Mount Skullsfire. Star Realms, Don't Turn Your Back, Campaign Coins, Red Dragon Inn, Castle Panic, and Birds of a Feather. Can't say I'm terribly drawn to go to Tabletop Day just for these promos, but I like Tabletop Day from the fact that it grows the hobby, gets the name out there, and like I said, hopefully we'll be doing our own little tabletop event. But if you happen to have a store nearby, you can check their website to see where the events are being held, and maybe get your hands on some cool promos. So check that out. More news in the two-player world. Z-Man Games has teased Broadsides, a two-player game set in the Merchants and Marauders world, designed by Josh Capel, that will have players battling it out in a broadside ship fight, which I think is just one of the coolest ways to do battle. I love ship battle. I think broadside battle, even though it's kind of ridiculous to drive around in circles and shoot cannons at people, just is a cool 
a cool part that I enjoy simulating, but also just a cool part to hear about history. Like, it's weird how we've developed as people, and now we drive drones. When we used to just sail our ships in circles, wherever the wind pointed us, and shoot cannonballs at each other, and not drive away. So, broadsides, not much more coming out about that at the moment, but something to uh, keep an eye on from Z-Man Games, set in the Merchants and Marauders universe. Sounds pretty cool. Another teaser floating around out there is the Stonemeyer Games teaser about their new legacy-style game, Charterstone. There's going to be an official announcement coming out soon uh, in the future, so we will keep you posted on what the game actually is when that official announcement comes. But right now, Jamie Stegmeyer has teased in a couple of different locations on the interwebs about a legacy-style game and calling it a village builder. So whatever that means, sounds like a legacy-style Euro game which would definitely be up our alley. Our next news story is about another Hasbro crowdfunding game challenge. We've covered the previous one, where the Mr. Toast card game won. Uh, Talked about that a couple different times on the news, and apparently Hasbro liked it so much, and Indiegogo liked it so much, that they are doing it again. The current competition is going from now, or before now, through May 15th, so if you've got a design floating around your head, feel free to submit Uh, The top 15 designs get entertained, these games potentially go to Indiegogo, raise some funding, and the winner gets developed and gets a whole bunch of cash and gets to hang out with Hasbro people. Uh, What they're looking for specifically is family-style friendly games, casual games, tabletop games. They're not looking for RPGs, they're not looking for the latest CCG, so keep it simple. Uh, But if you have a game design, this is definitely a cool challenge to jump in on. No harm in, uh, in trying. Sounds good. More stuff going on with Z-Man Games. They have announced their Pandemic Survival 2016. Now, what is this? Is this a new game? No. This is the Pandemic Tournament, or the Pandemic Series of Tournaments that culminates in the Pandemic Survival Championship. Essentially, you play a bunch of Pandemic, and I think it's Last Man Standing. I don't exactly understand the format of it, but basically, winners come together, have a championship, and the last remaining team who wins, their prize is that they get to pick a trip to any location that it can be found on a standard pandemic board. So that leaves you with a lot of options. Although if it's our pandemic board, most of those cities are rioting and in decay. So you can pretty much go to DC, which I can drive there. So, But anyway, if you like pandemic, you can head over to Z-Man Games website. They have a full listing, although it's a little clunky to get through. You can find if they have an event near you. And you can jump in on Pandemic Survival 2016. Our last story for the day is a Stronghold Games announcement, and I promise I'm going to try to do this right the first time. What Stronghold Games has announced is that they are going to begin their demo copy program on April 25th, 2016. Their demo copy program is an opportunity to support brick-and-mortar stores and allow them to get Stronghold Games games at a reduced rate, a heavily reduced rate, even free depending on how you go about it. Uh, and get those games into their stores to demo, to show people, to promote the hobby, to promote Stronghold Games, and to really form a partnership between Brick and Mortar and the publishers, which I think is a positive thing, because the Brick and Mortar is what keeps us going. Cool stuff has great prices, but, I mean, you got to support your local store. That's where you're going to get your games, that's where you're going to play, and that's where you're going to build a community that, I mean, tabletop gaming online is great, but It's tabletop gaming for a reason. You gotta go sit down somewhere, okay? So support your brick-and-mortar stores. Play their demo copies. Show Stronghold Games that this was a good investment. 
And uh, look out for that. You can actually recommend to your stores that they go ahead and do this. So keep an eye out. End of April, uh, those games might be showing up at your local stores. That, fast and dirty, is the entire news. I crammed a whole bunch of stories in 10 minutes, and I'm pretty proud of it because I want to keep on moving on. I want to talk about some Kickstarter. I want to talk about the league news and get you guys on your way. So without further ado, let's move right on into Kickstarter Spotlight. Alright, well that was some super weird music that I had sitting on my computer and decided to upload as a bumper, so I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, The first project we're going to talk about is Rum and Bones Second Tide. If you can imagine, this is from Cool Mini or Not, and this is their latest and greatest giant box plastic minis $100 board game. Ending on April 28th, it has crushed all of its funding goal, just annihilated it so much time left to go it's worth so much money and what it is is rum and bones too more rum and bones this is their moba style swashbuckling ship on ship uh, swab the poop deck minis game you roll some dice you have some heroes you clash them together you kill some minions and the winner goes home so i guess the loser goes home too everyone goes home at the end so, why is this in the news? If I'm acting like I don't care, it's because I might actually care about it. I think I want to play this game. I think I want to try it. And this particular version has been improved from the first. They have revamped the game. They have gotten you new captains with a new upgrade system. They've changed some of the rules. So, I don't know. I, it might be cool. But $100 is a lot of money. Plus, if I get $100, I want... Like, if I... Sp- Buy this game, I want all the other stuff. So that's another like 100 bucks or 250 if you want everything from the first wave. And you need a conversion kit to make the first wave meet the second wave tr- uh, changes. And then you got to pay $15 shipping. It's just a money pit, but it it's a plastic, chunky, dice rolly money pit. And that is enticing. I have it on reminder, but really, I, I don't know. If it passes and it goes by, I might just forget about it again and not be that excited. So, Rum and Bone Second Tide, not a lot to say about it. They have improved some of the rules. I don't know that it makes the game better, but it's at least different. So, if you have the first version, this is new armies, new dudes, new aesthetic, uh, and some new rules, which is cool. If you like the game, this seems like a great addition. If you don't have the game and you're like me, you gotta decide whether you want to sink 100 bucks plus into the game. The good thing is that since it's cool mini, you know you're going to get a boatload of extras, and they have piled on the extra heroes in this game. You're getting all kinds of new things. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it shapes up. I don't know if this is going to interest Dan or Tiff, that's why I threw it on here. We will move right along to our next Kickstarter project. It is the Pyramid Arcade. A project that is ending May 4th, so plenty of time to go. It has doubled its funding goal already. And what this is, is a project from Looney Labs. If you know Looney Labs, those are the Flux people. They make the crazy Flux card game that is at the cash register of every game store and every Target ever. So, what is this? This is the culmination, a big box version of their Pyramid games. If you've heard of Looney Labs and you've done any digging past Flux, you know that Looney Labs and uh, 
the husband and wife combo. They love their pyramid games. What these are are a stack of multi-sized pyramids, plastic. Um, some of them have like an open bottom where you can stack them. Some of them are solid bottom. And basically they've created hundreds and the community has created hundreds of abstract games surrounding these pyramids. And you can buy them in sets, um, just plain pyramids, and you can make your own game. You can buy the games with the rules. Um, they've got board versions and dice and cards. And this game is like, it's basically a box of prototype components that has evolved. And it's really cool if you're into game design or if you're into light and kind of basic abstract games. If you're not into that, if you like high production value, then I don't know that this is your project, because while everything is made very nicely, there's nothing here that's over the top. It's not aesthetically pleasing, really. I mean, it's not unappealing, but there's nothing really to look at. It's some plastic. Uh, there's a map for one of the games, but the, it, it just looks like a box of prototype components, because you get 22 abstract games in this box, and they all play differently. They all sound really unique and really cool. I'm digging on this project. I've thought about picking up a pack of pyramids or a couple packs of pyramids. The only issue with this is that it's expensive. How expensive? We're talking $77 plus shipping potentially, depending on where you are, for 22 abstract games, 22 games that 22 prototype component games. Not that they're not fully realized games, because they totally are. The issue is, is that you're not getting any flash or flare or bang for your buck in this. This is a small-scale project that is being offered to the masses at a high, at a, at a premium, I'll say. $77 is a lot. Even though you're getting 22 games, sure, you can do some division and look at cost per game, but these games aren't all going to appeal to you necessarily, and these games aren't all going to be worth whatever that that math adds up to be, you know? So, yeah. I, I don't know where to fall on this, because this is a project where it might be worth supporting, but it's such a high price, although I'm the guy who just talked about spending $100 on a, a dice rolly cool mini or not game, so I don't know, I guess it's just where our preferences lie. I'm interested in this game, it just feels expensive for what you get, and maybe I would get more bang for my buck out of this than I would any other game that I play just three or four times. I could at least get 22 plays out of this. And it'd be 22 different experiences. So this falls squarely in like the pandemic legacy, the time stories conversation where you're looking at price per play, where you're trying to evaluate the value of a game for what it offers you. And this goes for quantity over necessarily quality. I can't say that the games aren't quality, but it seems like this is like, hey, 22 games, if 10 of them stick, then that's cool. If more than that, then you're, you're doing great. So an interesting project and definitely one that the community, there's a community around this. This is like cult following board games right here, like the pyramid games and creating pyramid games and doing fun stuff with them is a cool thing. It's, it's the underbelly of our, of our hobby, you know, cause it's there and it's always been there for years and years, but it's just not getting into the limelight. So here's a chance to take a look at a, a small company who's doing cool things definitely creative. If you like to admire game design, this is a great project just to see how cool people create cool things. Um, so that is the Looney Labs, the Pyramid Arcade. You get 90 pyramids, 22 games, and endless fun. Check it out. It's ending in early May. 
Our next game is called Santorini, and this is a game that's been up on Kickstarter for a little while, and you've if you've been on BGG or you've been floating around, if you're in the board game world, you've probably seen this game. At least you've seen the cartoon Greek pantheon floating around. Uh, this really cutesy, chibi-looking game uh, that's actually a basic abstract, like an abstract family game almost. It's got a 3D board, and that's the big appeal, is that... Well, I should say that's my big appeal, is that when you look at it, it looks so cool on the table because you're building these little towers and putting these little domes and you're moving your little guy around and it's all in this three-dimensional space and it looks very cool as you kind of build upwards on this board. I should give you the details. This game will be ending on April 28th. It has crushed its funding goal and we're looking at $65 non-US Canadian, I think. We're looking at 49 bucks US, 50 bucks. Not bad. What you're getting in the box, you're getting a whole bunch of stuff. You're getting, I mean, I could give you the numbers, 14, 18, 22 of these different bases. You're getting some figures. You're getting a two-sided board. You know, that's not really the heart of this game. This game is an abstract game that's built upon the goal of the game being you're trying to step your little guy up to a third-level building. So as you move, you have to build buildings. You start at level one and you build floors on top of them, second floor, third floor. The deal is, is that you can place domes to cap off third floors so that people can't climb on them. And everybody gets a special power at the beginning of the game. And these special powers are overpowered. So you're these gods and you're messing with each other. And it makes this, ab this basic abstract idea really tough to accomplish where you're trying to move around and be the first person just to climb three steps. That's all you got to do. Climb to the third level building. But everyone's trying to stop you. And what's cool about this project is that 50 bucks gets you the game. I dig that. It's not a bad price for this. It looks really nice. If you pay an extra 9 bucks, you can get this crazy Time Stories looking minimalistic cover, which is kind of cool. But I like how many goals they have unlocked in this project. Because they are sitting well over $250,000 right now. And what that is equated to is unlocking a ton, a pile of individual player powers these powers that you pick once per game you're going to be this person and you get this basic ability well there's a ton of them and that means replayability that means taking this abstract game and making it different every time which is awesome basic idea improved by cool little individual player powers it's my kind of thing and it looks really slick so this is another one that i have on reminder this is santorini and definitely a game that i am excited for simple, aesthetically pleasing. I'm all about it. The last thing we're going to talk about for Kickstarter is not a game. It is supporting one of your board game media idols, juggernauts. I don't know. Uh, it's Rado runs through year five. He is officially on his fifth year of funding, and this is about to end. This is going to end on April 17th. So if you're listening to this day one, you're in, you're in the know, you can go and support Rado. If you're listening to this a little bit late, time may have passed. I apologize. If you don't know who Rado is, go to YouTube and look up Rado Runs Through, and you will find a wealth of very shaky and up close, and sometimes his wife is invisible, videos. But the guy loves games, and the guy cares about games, and he's got really great up-to-date content, all kinds of good stuff coming from Rado. And if you go back his project, if you go support him for his fifth year of making content for everyone for free without ads, you can get some cool stuff. So you're basically getting free stuff and then 
paying a little bit of money to help him make more free stuff, and he's giving you things for that. So that's weird, but cool. And you can get some of his wife, his wife's homemade jewelry. You can get some voting power in picking what kind of content he makes. You can get all kinds of fun stuff. If you spend enough money, he'll play your prototype and give you some feedback. So that's kind of cool. Basically, I don't necessarily go to Rado to watch videos. Sometimes I do because he's up to date. But either way, this guy is a powerhouse in the community. He works hard for us. Even me, as a media creator, I'm using him as a resource sometimes. And he definitely cares, and he's definitely worth supporting. So go over, give a couple bucks. Anything helps him. He's already met his goal. But the more you give, the more resources he has access to. I mean, he's doing this full time. This is his whole life now, is making board game stuff. So if we want board games to grow, we got to support people like this. Um, so I, I definitely think that going out and supporting Rado is a good idea, especially if you care about board gaming in itself. So I take a big deep breath and I say that Kickstarter Spotlight is done. I am crushing things today. Going so fast. I hope your commute is only 30 minutes because I have nothing more for you. After these couple League News Spotlights. So... What's going on over at NonsenseGoolGamers.com? If you don't check out the website, you definitely should check out the website. We, much like Rado, make free content for you. And for us, because we like doing it. But we want to help the community. We want to grow the community. And the way that you help us in return is by reading our hard work. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like it. Come tell me how bad my reviews are. I don't care. Let's have a conversation about why it's bad. Let's help me improve and fill... The gap that you need in your gaming life. Let me help you. Help me to help you. Okay? Alright, all that aside, head over to nonsensicalgamers.com. Check out the Odin's Ravens review. Two-player game. Awesome little race game. Got great aesthetic value. I'm a big fan of it. Check out our What We've Been Playing Unpub 6 edition. If you're dying for Unpub 6 news, that's the place to go. Read about some games. That'll hold you over. Until episode 43, when you can hear more about Dan and about Supercell and about all the cool games we played. And we've got our long list coming out on Friday, so stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about games that would be cool as legacy games, which makes perfect sense. All these people are announcing legacy games. There's so many legacy games coming out. Let's talk about what we would like to see. Head over to there and chat and read about what legacy games you would like to see. And with that, we made it through. We did it. I'm calling it at... 2745. Here we are at the end of the show. Thank you all for joining me solo. I apologize that my co-host could not be here, but that's life sometimes. If you made it this far, I thank you for listening to the solo cast. If you ever want to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook by searching for the League Nonsensical Gamers. Shoot us an email at podcast at nonsensicalgamers.com. Head on over to the BGG Guild number 2077. Get a micro badge. Join our D&D game that's starting up soon. Talk about games. That's what we're there for. Make fun of us for not finishing our top of the stack. Get people to motivate you to finish your top of the stack. Check us out on Instagram, hashtag nonsensicalgamers. Feel free to use it. Feel free to look at it. There are pictures galore. All board games. All good stuff. And if you really like the show, we would like you... I shouldn't say we would like you more, because I already love you enough as is. As much as I could. But iTunes reviews would make my day. You know, it lets us know what we're doing right, it lets us know what we're doing wrong, and it helps us fix the show and tailor the show. So if you say, man, I really don't like when Matt does solo newscasts, and you put that in an iTunes review, and you say, here's three stars because it just wasn't good enough, 
then I can go and say, hey, Dan and Tiff, maybe you should stop having real lives, and you should be here with me on Wednesday night recording a podcast. Hearts on Board Game Links help as well. Help us get noticed. Help us help you. We thank you all for joining us. If you want to reach out to us personally, if you want to chat, head over to Twitter. Talk to Tiff at IneptGamer. Ask her about Board Game Club. Ask her about whether or not she's actually playing games. If you want to talk to Dan, at Scandalous underscore Nad lets you get personal with him, though that seems dangerous. Or you can look at at League Nonsense for all the League news and all the new stuff. Or you can chat with me at Cinnamon Buns. Feel free to tell me that solo news segments are probably a bad idea. Or tell me that it's okay. And that would make me feel better. Thank you. I will see you next week. We will all chat with you next week. Episode 43. Maybe it'll even be live. I don't know. We'll see. We'll chat about Unpub. I know that much. Join us all then. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you. Welcome to the post-outro podcast. It's like a tiny podcast inside another podcast. Now, I am doing this without the permission of Dan and Tiff, so here's the deal. The plan is, in the near future, we are going to have a contest. We are in search of a tagline for the podcast of Nonsensical Gamers. A lot of shows open their show and they say, hey, welcome to Podcast, a show about podcasts. And that's great. We don't do that. And I can't even promise that if we had a tagline, we would use it. But that does not stop us from coming up with a reason to give away free things. Primarily... Well, I don't know, and that's why I'm doing exactly this post the credits. So here's the deal. In the near future, we are going to have a contest where if you come up with a good tagline and you send it to us via our social media and things like that, we are going to pick one that we like and award a winner. We're going to provide a game, probably. Maybe something cool. I don't know. Here's the deal. What I need you all to do, you are special listeners because for whatever reason... Maybe you looked down at the podcast and you said, wait, the outro is playing and there's six extra minutes tacked onto the end. What is going on? Uh, Or maybe you really like the show and you love that outro, like I love that outro, and you listen to the bitter end and you wait for iTunes and your, your iPod to automatically send it to delete mode because that's a great feature now if you finish a podcast. For whatever reason, you're here and you're listening to me ramble right now. So that will be rewarded in the upcoming podcast that we announce the contest, whenever that may be, you, simply for sticking with us to the end of the show, have received a free entry. Congratulations. You're in it to win it. Now, what this means, though, is that I need to know that you are listening to me right now. And how do you do that? You need to contact me. You need to find me somehow. You need to go to the BGG Guild, number 2077, and send me a message. You need to go onto Twitter 
at cinnamon bun spelled phonetically and you need to send me a dm or you need to send me a tweet and you need to tell me that you know about the secret post outro podcast you need to tell me that you know my secret that i am doing this right now without dan and tiff's permission and that's not even a joke they really don't know that i'm doing this and they're probably going to yell at me but anyway if you let me know that you heard this right now you will automatically get one entry into that contest the contest entry is going to be if you submit a thing if you submit a tagline then you're in and we'll pick a we'll pick a tagline but i'm going to give you a bonus I'm going to give you a bonus entry just for listening to this if you let me know. Okay? The other deal, though, I guess it's not just for listening to this. When you let me know, I want to know what you want to win. Because I don't know what to give away. Quadropolis is on uh, pre-release at our store because they're part of Play. So if you're like, hey, Quadropolis doesn't come out until the 21st and... I would really like to know that I'm entered to win one already so I don't have to buy it, then maybe I'll go get Quadropolis. Maybe I'll go pick up a copy and that will be our giveaway game. That's brand new from Asmo Day. Maybe you really like listening to me talk about Hyperborea and you want a copy of Hyperborea somewhere. Or maybe you want to play Guild Ball with me or Netrunner with me. Or you like Euros and you want a pillow to sleep on while you play those games. You let me know what you want to win. So hit me up. Tell me that you know my secret. Tell me that you what you want to win. What's worth winning? What's worth working for? And I'm going to try to make that happen with my dollars. Okay, I'm going to do that for you, the listeners, because I just feel like after BGG, Golden Geeks, and things like that, y'all deserve something other than just listening to us ramble. So here's my chance to give back to you, but to give a little bit extra potentially to the people who listen wholeheartedly, who stay for the potential outtakes of the the mess of a show that is the podcast of Nonsensical Gamers. We appreciate it. I appreciate you. So I'm going out on a limb. I'm going to get in trouble with my bosses, Dan and Tiff. I'm going to I'm going to take the dive to help you all get you an ed- extra entry into the tagline contest tbd it's not even happening you have an entry into a contest that isn't even happening you've got an entry before it happens you're that good so hit me up find me you know how to do it listen to the show and let me know what you want to win and that you know my secret thank you all so much for listening i can't wait to do more podcasts and give more things away take care all